Don't you get it yet? I'm not some brainwashed fairy desperate to do Draven's bidding. I'm not about to run off and tell him everything I know about the local reptocilla community. Jamon tilts his head to the side and watches me closely. Every other fairy who survived is brainwashed. Why should I believe you're any different? I step closer to him, making sure to get right in his face. Do I look brainwashed, idiot? His eyes dart down. I follow his gaze and see purple sparks jump from my clenched fists and disappear into the air. I raise my eyes and meet his. He doesn't step away from me. There's no need to lose your temper, Violet. You know I'm only looking out for the safety of my people. And why would Draven give an ogre's ass about finding you guys? He won't stop until he has control over every race. That includes us. And I won't stop until I get my memories back. I glare at him until it becomes clear he won't back down. I take a deep breath and raise my eyes to the sky. I stare at wisps of gray cloud between the naked branches. Maybe if I'm honest about how lost and confused I feel, Jamin will lighten up a little. You don't know what it's like, I say softly, looking back at your life and seeing nothing but a gaping hole and a few pieces of random, unimportant information. No, I don't know what it's like. I also don't know what it's like to trust a guardian. He wraps his fingers around my upper arm. Which is why we're leaving. Now. Great. Attempting to open up to him was obviously a stupid idea. Back to the angry, argumentative Violet. I'm fine with that. Hiding my true feelings seems to come more easily to me anyway. Jamon attempts to direct me back the way we came. But instead of going with him... I grab onto a low branch with my free hand and refuse to move. Stop it, I say. Stop treating me like a criminal. I can walk without your assistance, so stop pushing me around. He slowly releases his fingers. Fine, but if you make a single move to... I'm not going to... Get down, he hisses, pulling me to the ground before I have a chance to argue. Something moved. With our shoulders pressed together and our backs against the tree, we listen. After almost a minute of silence, I begin to wonder if Jamin lied. But then I hear something. Footsteps moving closer. More than one pair. The sensor was set off somewhere near here, a man's voice says. Somewhere near here? A woman repeats, frustration evident in her voice. Can you be a little more specific than that? No, I can't remember exactly where the sensor is. Everything looks the same out here now. I look down at the hand I wrapped around the tree branch. Black soot marks my palm. I rub my hand slowly against my pants, wiping it clean as I listen. We can't return with nothing, the woman says. Only unmarked Fay set the alarm off. That means a potential threat to Lord Draven. I know, the man growls. 
Jamon makes a similar sound. I can guess what he's thinking. Something about it being my fault we're in danger. Of course, if he'd consider letting me out of his sight for a few seconds, we could easily escape this situation. He could use his reptilian magic to vanish in less time than it takes to snap a twig in half, and I could open a fairy path at my feet and drop into it. If only Jamon hadn't confiscated my stylus. The footsteps grow louder as the man and woman approach the tree we're hiding behind. Jamon places his hand over mine and whispers, Don't move. Without warning, my clothes begin to change color. My boots and pants blend in with the leaves and dirt. My sleeveless top takes on the color and texture of the rough tree bark I'm leaning against. The camouflage spreads up my body and along my...